0: Welcome to the Canadian Beef Cattle Podcast, presented by the Beef Cattle Research Council. The most popular content from beefresearch.ca, available on the go. And before we get into today's episode, a message from the BCRC. CowBytes Ration Balancing Software is available through the BCRC. This easy-to-use ration balancing software allows Canadian beef cattle producers to develop their own rations. Producers can input various combinations of feed and byproducts at different prices to reduce feed costs while meeting animal production targets. This software costs $60 and can be purchased now at cowbites.ca. That's C-O-W-B-Y-T-E-S dot this episode is titled bull selection breeding programs that suit operational goals and just a quick note before we get into it that the following is part one of a four-part series that will help you evaluate different breeding programs which bulls are optimal for your herd and how much they're worth there are a range of different beef operations in canada and there's no one breeding program that is optimal for all operations. Breeding programs will be determined by operational goals and the management practices that fit those goals. Here are some examples. A producer that sells wean calves at auction may choose a crossbreed program with high calving ease and a focus on performance gain from hybrid vigor, or they may prefer the uniformity of a purebred program with reputation premiums. A producer that retains heifers and is looking for maternal replacements may be focused on maximizing the performance through inbreeding and outcrossing within a single breed, or they may develop F1 crosses with higher reproductive performance and longevity. These choices may be limited by the number of breeding fields available or the number a producer is willing to manage. There are a variety of breeding programs available and effective sire selection requires an understanding of the characteristics of available genetics as well as your own operation. Purebred and crossbred cattle We all know that each breed of cattle has distinct traits that allows them to excel in different geographical or management environments. Depending on the goals of the operation, a sire can be chosen that has the potential to make positive changes for your operation in the areas you've identified for improvement. Now in the episode show notes there's a link to a table to this article that's posted on the BCRC website that has the comparison between beef cattle breeds in Canada. Purebred. Now the advantage of the purebred or straightbred approach of using only one breed is a homogeneous herd where cattle responses to environmental and nutritional factors are easier to predict. There will be consistency in nutritional needs, weaning, yearling or finishing weights and days on feed. The largest advantage is the ability to market a relatively uniform product, but ease of planning and providing breeding stock for commercial operations intending to maximize hybrid vigor may also be considerations. Inbreeding. When the parents have very similar genetics, the calf is more likely to have two sets of identical genes. Homozygosity, which can have beneficial effects if the genes are associated with superior performance. However, negative traits can show up with homozygosity. This can lead to the expression of abnormal traits, such as lethal recessives. For example, curly calf syndrome, dwarfism, neuropathic hydrocephalus, etc. It can also have more subtle effects on overall performance by increasing the amount of inbreeding depression in the population. Inbreeding depression is the reduction in performance due to the mating of highly related individuals and it most negatively affects reproductive traits followed by growth traits but it does seem to have little effect on carcass traits. It is associated with an increased percent of open cows and stillbirths with decreased levels of survival, growth, and overall performance. Generally, caution must be exercised when inbreeding as there are a high risk of performance reduction if the breeding program is not managed very carefully. Three common purposes of inbreeding are two, number one, test a bull for the presence of undesirable genetics that show up with inbreeding, 2, develop inbreeding lines for a crossbreeding system, or 3, line breed or to maintain the genetic contribution of a genetically superior individual in the larger population. Line breeding Lime breeding seeks to preserve and continually improve upon the genetics of a high performing ancestor. While lime breeding mates closely related individuals, it seeks to minimize the level of homozygosity and thus inbreeding depression while maintaining a high level of relationship to the high performing ancestor. Lime breeding is typically merited when there is a difficulty finding outside bulls with sufficient performance to improve the herd. Key components of a successful line breeding program include: number 1. Individuals selected for a line breeding program must be of superior quality with no genetic defects. Number 2. Meticulous record keeping of breeding history, percentage records, and animal performance. 3 aggressive calling at signs of defects or lower performance. The starting herd should be as large as possible to accommodate aggressive calling. And number four, keeping inbreeding levels low. To keep inbreeding levels low, the recommendation is to keep the genetic contribution of the same ancestor to 50% or less. To illustrate, the progeny of mating a daughter to her sire will have 75% of genetics from the sire. Generally, mating that involves full siblings and parents to offsprings are discouraged. Instead, mating of uncle or niece, half-siblings, and first cousins are potential strategies. Outcrossing Outcrossing, or the breeding to non-relatives or distant relatives, for example, at least four generations away, within a breed is the most widely used mating strategy in purebred herds. Outcrossing can be used to increase performance levels, avoid inbreeding depression, and restore performance lost to inbreeding depression. The more genetically dissimilar the animals, the larger the potential benefit. One drawback of this system is that if the outcross progeny were to be mated, it is more difficult to predict the phenotype of the calves due to the variation in genetic background. Crossbreeding. With crossbreeding, cattle from different breeds are mated. As the genetics from both parents can be very different, both the positive and negative effects seen in outcrossing are magnified with crossbreeding. Crossbred herds are much more unpredictable in terms of calf weight, maturity time, and nutritional demands. However, there are two key advantages. Number one, Heterosis or hybrid vigor. This is the opposite of the performance-reducing effects of inbreeding depression. Heterosis provides improvements, especially in the area of reproduction and growth. The effect of hybrid vigor is dependent on the animal having two different copies of a gene, where the more unrelated the breeds, the larger the potential improvements. And number two, breed complementarity. This is where the strengths of two different breeds are combined. For example, when mating Charlay bulls to Hereford Angus crossbred cows, The Charlay bull contributes growth and performance genetics, while the Hereford Angus cows have desirable maternal and carcass quality attributes. This may not be seen in every individual animal, but is observed in herd averages. Studies have found that compared to purebred, crossbred cows have a 10% increase in calf crop and calves weaned, with the calving percentage of the crossbreed cows getting consistently higher than their parents. This study showed that crossbred cattle are seven kilograms heavier and nine days younger at puberty than their purebred counterparts. So this does show that crossbreeding improves reproductive performance, longevity, and maternal ability of the cow. This is manifested through increased calf survival rate as well as an increased weaning weight. Overall, the performance improvements from crossbreeding can have significant impacts on the bottom line of beef producers. There are many crossbreeding strategies too. For example, two or three breed rotation, terminal cross, bull rotation, or composite breeds. A terminal cross is where both parents are purebreds of different breeds, and the resulting calves are a 50-50 mix. However, to maintain this specific breed ratio, replacement breeding stock from the purebred herds must be used instead of rebreeding the offspring. Another strategy is mixed breeds, where multiple breeds are used without maintaining specific ratios of each breed in the progeny. While this strategy does not require complex breeding management, there is lower uniformity and a higher level of uncertainty regarding calf performance. The optimal strategy will depend on the operation itself. For example, if calves are sold at a pre-sort sale or are part of a large group and able to fill an entire feedlot pen, uniformity becomes less important. For further information on crossbreeding, you can check out the links in the show notes. There are also challenges and considerations associated with a crossbreeding system, like a small herd, for example, less than 50 cows, can limit choice in crossbreeding strategies, a higher requirement for breeding pastures and bull breeds for the more complex crossbreeding strategies, for example, rotational systems, More record keeping in cow identification as the current breed composition of cows can affect sire and heifer replacement selection. Less uniformity in progeny. No crossbreeding system can overcome low quality bulls. So in conclusion, there is no one-size-fits-all solution or breeding program that is best for all scenarios, as the right genetics depend on the individual operations. This is really important. The key determination factors include the management style of the operation, heifer retention, for example, terminal versus maternal sires, number of breeding fields, and time of marketing. For example, a farm that auctions their calves at weaning may choose a mixed breed program with high calving ease, while a farm that direct markets their beef may prefer the uniformity of a purebred program. There are many different types of bulls available. An effective sire selection requires an understanding of the characteristics of the available genetics, as well as your own operation. Deliberate alignment of the bull's genetics to your operational goals will contribute to enhance revenue and reduce costs. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. You can find all relevant links and information at beefresearch.ca or in the show notes. The Beef Cattle Research Council is funded by the Canadian Beef Cattle Checkoff and strives for excellence in the production of Canadian beef, cattle, and forage through research, innovation, and extension. Tune in every Tuesday as the Canadian Beef Cattle podcast delivers straightforward insights, expert information, and a wealth of practical knowledge for Canadian beef producers. Subscribe now.